Welcome to the Power of People podcast. My name is Mark Crowenwine, and I'm the principal of Staten Island Technical High School, recently ranked number 37 in the nation and number six in New York on U.S. News and World Report's 2021 Best High Schools list. I am joined by my co-host and friend. Well, I'm Bob Wolf, and I'm the founder of Hope, the student's bridge to business, and Hope Skills presentations on Human Interaction, Knowledge Applied Skills. Well, thanks for joining us today for episode four, folks, where our goal is to continue to give you, our listeners, a competitive edge in the real world as you navigate your career path, whatever that may be. And frankly, the power of the podcast content, our purpose is, is to let people know that the power of people is the most important resource that the kids have and adults have in life. And everyone has access to that resource every single day. That's right, Bob. And today we will discuss the growing skills gap that exists in the workplace mm-hmm. and what schools and educators need to do to lessen and close the soft skills gap. How are you doing today, Bob? Well, I'm doing well, and I'm more excited about the fact that we have found data, documentation in the media, which discusses the reality of the fact that we're discussing a topic which is very much on the forefront of everyone's mind in business and in education, these so-called soft skills. Yeah, the, I mean, the evidence is overwhelming and out there. And you know, we've talked about it before, but it, it keeps on popping up. And I think it's really important for our listeners and viewers just to see the facts. I mean, just so recently in 2019, uh, LinkedIn released a global talent trends report, uh, which was a survey of thousands of hiring professionals highlighting how four new trends are impacting hiring today. And the, the fourth trend I thought really stood out, don't you? Well, no, no, do I agree? But the reality is that to be effective in any type of job, you've got to learn to deal with different types of people. And when LinkedIn comes up with this study that indicates that 92% of talented professionals and hiring managers agree that candidates with strong soft skills, again, that wrong word, are increasingly important. In fact, they're saying that 89% of the hires that they're making have poor soft skills. Mark, that's unacceptable. Right. And what's interesting is uh, when you look at where money is being invested in the workplace, uh, it's it's really interesting when we're talking about education. Let's take a look at um, the original article from uh, episode one, which was the the soft skills disconnect article, uh, research conducted by Harvard University and the Carnegie Foundation and Stanford Research Center. They concluded that 85% of job success comes from having well-developed soft and people skills. And only 15% of job success comes from technical skills and knowledge, otherwise known as hard skills. And when you take a look at where companies and and the workforce is investing their money, um, we're we're looking at $171.5 billion is on employee learning and development in 2010. And of that, only 27.6% of those training dollars went to actual soft skills. The majority of that funding went to teaching actual technical skills. So if soft skills are six times more important than hard skills for job success, why is almost three quarters of all the training dollars being invested in these hard skills? I think that mirrors quite uh, accurately what's happening in education. Well, unfortunately it does, but the good thing that both education and business has in common is they understand what an ROI is. In business, ROI simply means return on investment. And in education, I'm going to ask education to think a little bit differently about ROI 
in terms of what's meaning to them when they have students in school. ROI should mean return on individuals, because as we talked about, the Power of People podcast is all about teaching students and individuals and people in the workforce to learn the power of people is their number one resource in life. And what does people mean? When we say the word people, I've created a bunch of acronyms and the one for people actually says, this is what people are for you and what they do for you if they choose to. And if you have these so-called soft skills and you use them every single day of your life. So people do present exciting opportunities plus learning experiences. That's why you're the number one resource in an individual's life. Yes, Bob. And in preparing for today's podcast, you and I, you know, we go back quite a number of years already. And uh, you particularly have been really inspirational and influential and a ball partner in helping me help my own school uh, close this gap. And uh, when we talk about human interaction, knowledge applied, HICA skills for short, uh, we thought really long and hard after a really challenging you know, episode in our school's history. We were in the middle of a competition and uh, our school and another school had the task of coming up with a playground area. And long story short, they came came to the point where they had to present the playground that they designed. This is the students. And uh, we're very blessed in having uh, gifted and talented students. And uh, they did a remarkable job in, in doing the work to come up with this design. Uh, but on that particular day, we realized mm -hmm. the biggest challenge they had was conveying with all the work they did. And uh, that's really when it occurred to us, you know, what a travesty would be to be able to train and mold and educate um, some of the most uh, incredible learners in our country, um, but not also give them that gift and those skills needed to convey what they've learned and communicate effectively. So what I remember going back when we first met you and uh, seeing you talk about HICA skills and unpack them for students, uh, that was the beginning of convincing me that, wow, we have, you know, I, I need Bob Wolf in my building every day. <laughs> how, do I, how am I going to do that? I don't think you had enough, have enough time or, or mileage on the car uh, to get to and from Staten Island each day. But um, from that point forward, the, the mission was simple uh, is to create a course, which we did. We created an introduction to technology class, uh, playing off one of the root. Uh, causes of this gap, technology. So the introduction to technology, every ninth grader takes this class uh, once a week for the entire freshman year. And um, two of our influencers and thought partners in this, you being the first one, the second, now I remember reading an article in Edutopia about a school in uh, the United Kingdom, uh, School 21, and who has a Voice 21 speaking curriculum. And i uh, just really, really amazed by just their mission statement. This is for our viewers who are watching and for our listeners, just listen to the first two paragraphs in what's their mission statement. Um, they talk about communication skills, namely speaking, using the term oracy. Uh, mm -hmm. So oracy is the ability to communicate effectively. At School 21, oracy is a moral cause. One of the biggest barriers to young people getting on is a lack of eloquence. 
employers put good oral communications at the top of their requirements for employees, yet we rarely teach it systematically in school. So here in their opening paragraph, uh, what was solidly shown uh, and just clearly evident in the two articles we just talked about a moment ago, uh, they're saying it as the root cause of an issue, and the solution is to promote it and teach it in schools. And uh, in, in their second paragraph, while re whilst research has found that good oracy leads to higher order of thinking and deeper understanding, on average, a child in a deprived area speaks no more than four words a lesson. So I mean, for me and for our school, I mean, what School 21 was doing just made total sense. They started their K through 12 school and at teaching uh, human interaction, knowledge, applied skills, uh, across the board for their kids throughout the 12, 12 to 13 years there um, was the, just the foundation of the very work that they were doing. So um, for those of you watching, here's just a, a picture of a, a snapshot in our technology class where this is after a long period of time has taken place. And we've the teacher, her name is Jennifer Fitzpatrick. She happens to be our work-based learning coordinator. So she, the person teaching this course, this technology course, is actually the gatekeeper that these students will work with when they get their first internship. So um, really, the, the end of the road of after taking this course for a whole year is to build these skills uh, and really work on first impressions, interpersonal, communication, presentation, and then leading up to the eleva elevator pitch uh, exercise, which is illustrated in this picture. And uh, we literally bring the students to the bottom of the building in the basement. They hop on the elevator and they have the time it takes from the, the basement to the third floor to actually give their elevator pitch as a way of practicing and honing these skills. So, Bob, you played a, a pretty significant role in, in being a thought partner of identifying you know, what it is we had to teach these kids and uh, how we were going to go ahead and practice those skills with them and really break it down into the rudiments. Well, Mark, what you're doing within that uh, technology program is a perfect example of modeling the skills necessary that we would like the students to emulate and copy. So when we met each other, uh, we met because you sent some of your teachers over to see me present at a school down the street from you. And they came back and they said, this guy not only knows what he's doing, but he actually does what he's telling the students they should do. And what I would encourage schools to do to help bridge this growing skills gap that we alluded to in the beginning of this podcast is to realize how important it is that they model what good communication skills are. And frankly, there are five ways we communicate. And while oracy, most people think about communication as simply verbal, Communication consists of many different pieces, it, speaking and listening and physical and emotional. And the reality is all of those pieces of communication make the listener pay attention to you. So what you're doing there with Oracy is you're having Jennifer and teachers actually show the students what to do, how to do it. And the more, more important thing than that is, Mark, why are they doing it? What is the purpose for them learning how to communicate more effectively. First of all, helps them get more interviews. Second of all, helps them learn to interview successfully, helps them network. So we've got so much to talk about in a relatively short period of time with each podcast, but the fact of the matter is, what you're doing is you're activating the program that we would like to see more schools in this country do 
so that the students who graduate are prepared to deal effectively with people in their life. Yeah, and uh, just more evidence backing up why it's so necessary. Um, as a school such as ours uh, that has a career and technical education program built into it, we have an advisory board that's com comprised of not only educators, but um, workforce leaders, industry partners, uh, college partners. And one of the interesting, uh, you know, we have a large number of members from the workforce, you know, people who own brick and mortar businesses and people who are really, you know, uh, at the top of their game in, in, in different types of industries. And after having our students work with them year after year after year, the biggest feedback that we get where the students need the greatest support is around communication and these HICA skills. Uh, being able to talk properly, present, and just selling. I mean, after putting all that hard work into the tasks that were, they were given and the goals that they presented, uh, to not be able to bring it home at the end and sell sell the idea and get the idea and point across um, is, a, is a missed opportunity that we really recognize we had to start focusing on. And uh, well, yeah. To, to, your, to your point, we'll get into the selling skills piece of those HICA skills at another time. But the reality is, is that no matter what career path you take in life, whether you're a college student after high school, or whether you decide to go into the trades, get an internship or an apprenticeship somewhere, you will need to develop the skills that are right now being talked about as, as a gap between what education is teaching and the business world is looking for. So we're trying to help bridge that gap, Mark, and you have done it within your school. Your parents appreciate what you're doing for their students. And the business world who has part-time jobs in the summer with your kids and internships with your students, they appreciate the fact that their kids walk in the door from Staten Island Tech and they're ready to go to work and cooperate and collaborate with each other and their coworkers. Well, thanks, Bob. And uh, you were a big part of uh, helping us realize and identify those changes that we had to make in uh, our day to day and uh, in, in creating a curriculum in our school. That's not only a course that uh, the course the tasks and the practice doesn't end after the students finish taking that course in the ninth grade. It's a, it's something that lives in our grading policy. You know, we actually acknowledge these skills as something that we're looking for. Right. Uh, some, some teachers call it, you know, class participation, <laughs> class, particip class participation grade. Um, we refer to it as the habits of success. And part of those habits are the actual HICA skills that we're talking about. So, I mean, what's a tip that you can give uh, our listeners, our educators, our schools that are thinking about this? Well, very, very simply, um, what we try to do when we work with kids, Mark, you and I, in our own way, we try to make them realize that every student can learn these five skills, these human interaction, knowledge, applied skills. It doesn't matter what their grades are or their test scores or their social economic background is. They can learn and practice these skills every single day. More important, as they grow, the skills grow with them, becoming more refined over time. So what we're doing is we're beginning to take that skills gap and break it down into pieces that every student can learn the skill and begin applying it the day they learn it, and they'll understand why they're learning it.
That sounds great, Bob. So schools, educators, individuals, our listeners, our viewers who want to learn more about how they can accomplish this and maybe bring this to their own school or bring this skill set to themselves as an individual, how can they get in touch with you and us together to further this conversation? Well, we, we as a collaborative team, we live close by, but they can always contact me and I look forward to conversations with individuals either by phone. They can call me on my mobile at 516-639-5515 or they can send me an email and I'll respond immediately. Send it to bobwolf at hopeskills.com. And I know, Mark, they can reach out to you and you will confirm that what you're doing by combining oracy and HICA skills is benefiting every single one of your students every day. Thank you, Bob. And if you have any questions for me, I can be reached directly at markerlenwine at me.com. And of course, if you want to send us uh, an email to the actual Power Podcast uh, Gmail account, there's a Power People Podcast at gmail.com. This podcast can be downloaded um, at powerofpeoplepodcast.com and is also available on Apple iTunes podcast app, as well as buzzsprout.com. So, Bob, once again, uh, always a pleasure to spend some time talking about something we're both passionate about. And I really hope you enjoy the week coming up. I will, Mark, my friend. And uh, we're going to help a lot of people when they realize the power of people is in their hands. We sure are. Okay, folks, thanks for listening and watching. And we'll see you in Episode 5. So Thank long, you very man. much. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Bye-bye.